Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What is it, Daddy? Mist? On the lake? We've had mist on the lake before. Coming off the mountain like that? Two fronts meeting... Leftover from the storm, something like that. Sure. Honey, I'm not the weatherman. Why don't you take uh, Billy, uh, get him dressed. I'll take him to town with me. And I got lots of peas. This is Film Sack. <laughs> Sure. Good morning. Well, it's morning for us. And welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 582, the first Film Sack of 2023. Oh, man. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Uh, This is the show that mines the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind since 2009. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian... He also rolls down off the mountain mysteriously done away. Oh, 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 oh. oh hi. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we accidentally on purpose open a door to a 2007 Lovecraftian dimension of oopsie, did we do that? And live long enough to regret bringing down the wrath of God after he specifically asked us to stop misting up his plate glass dimensional windows with our human stank breath. <laughs> hey, what's in that dimension over there? None of your damn business, that's what. Now... What was that old saying again? When God closes a door, he opens a can of whoop-ass and pokes you in the neck with a stinger until your neck swells up like a teenage grocery store checkout girl and you have to decide between suicide and dying a horrible death. <laughs> Clean up on aisle 666. <laughs> Man, what a king. What a punisher. Groovy. Anywho, I worked all night on this intro, and right before I finished, the power went out, and you know that old tree grandpa planted in the front yard? Yep. The one I used to play in as a kid. It got horizontal and blasted through my window and took out my laptop. I think Grandpa is trying to tell me something. Oh, well. So I, so I was pushed for time, so I fired up my team of AI intro writing bots, and they wrote this. <clears throat> Expressive greeting, two big heads in a void, or something like that. Randall? <laughs> Needless to say, I had some edits to make, but I still think humanity is on course for a reckoning. 2023! Hey, Randall, how about stop pulling on that rope attached to the lower half of what, it, what is left of that biker dude like he is some kind of bloody grounded kite? You're scaring the kids. Yeah. And making me cry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that the AI would say Randall. 
Randall. Randall. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That was a nice <laughs> touch. It's true. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, very nice. Also with us, Randy, he was in charge of hiring all the future Walking Dead actors, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. True. Uh, welcome to your first day working here at the Snoggy Hoggy Grocery Store. I'm mm. Brad, and I'll be your store manager, <laughs> as well as the person who all of the angry customers yell at all day, every day. And I get paid a whole $2 per hour more than you. When the shit hits the fan around here, you might think I'm going to turn out to be important. But no, we've got a (laughs) painter who lives over on the lake. I just want to repeat that. A painter who will turn out to be more of a leader than I am. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about what to do in case the army base on the mountain opens a rift to another dimension and alien monsters come attack the town. Three rules. Number one, focus on the generator. But then I guess completely forget about it or something. I I promise you, it's going to be really important until it's no longer even thought about for the rest of your life. Number two, And as you know, um, all little towns have smoking hot women working the cash register at the grocery store. So you got to pick one to be your crisis wife and then do not kill her when you despair. Again, do not kill the cover model who works on register three. (laughs) Speaking of three, number three. And this is so important. Just take your crisis wife to the restroom, grab a few cans of pop-top soup on the way, lock the door, and wait this thing out. You're going to hear people fighting outside and gunshots when they kill the preacher lady, and you just stay in there in the restroom and start your new life together. Oh, um, (laughs) grab some deodorant, too. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, dude. That's good advice for the cast of this movie. Yeah, uh, they didn't look smelly at all. Grill. Yeah, real gross. Uh, at the end of the list here, we have uh, Brian. Your gun slash tank timing is terrible, Ibit. Oh boy, is it? Okay, folks, listen up. I know we're all freaked out about this weird mist that rolled into town, and I'm sure that somewhere else in this town, there's a supermarket with a bunch of survivors all holed up, fending off giant bugs and tentacles with broomsticks and butane lighters. But we're in a Costco, people, and we need to act like it. Fortunately, we don't have plate glass windows at the front of the store, but unfortunately, we have these big warehouse doors, and we don't want those bug alien tentacle grasshoppers to get in. Erica, you've been working the front of the Costco for the last three years, and you're going to be doing what you do best. Nothing gets in here without a membership card. I don't care if it's Cthulhu wanting to return a pair of Kirkland underwear. They're not getting in without a card. You got your clicker? Good. Okay, I see there are a few of you quoting End of Days and The Second Coming. Hey, we here at Costco have got you covered. We've got the room, so we've set you up near the back with an impromptu spot where you can pray, glare at the employees wearing shorts, and secretly plan to take control of the store. Yes, right back there. Keep heading back. It's it's that space right by the crackers, the bananas, and the Cocoa Puffs. Can't miss it. Oh, and if your congregation gets hungry, we've got four little old ladies back there who'll be serving you puff pastry spinach quiches out of tiny toaster ovens 12 at a time. And yes, they'll be wearing clear plastic gloves that are four sizes too large for their little hands. (laughs) Ah, I see there's a group of you who want to take your chances with the monsters outside. That's absolutely fine. We won't keep you here if you want to go. Bullets? (laughs) Bullets? <laughs> no, what do you think this is, a Walmart? No, we don't have bullets. But if you go to aisle 18, you'll find straws, and you can use those to draw straws to decide who gets the few bullets that you do have. 
okay, good luck to you. Just stop by Erica on the way out so she can look over your receipt and make a vague attempt to count the items in your basket before drawing an indistinguishable squiggle on the bottom of your receipt. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I didn't you think we were going to get lot. such a critique of the Costco method today for intro. <laughs> Like you know, that's I like because I like this movie so much that it's hard for me to to complain about things. I had to say, okay, let's take this movie and just set it somewhere else. Yeah, and, and well, I want to I want to just draw a distinction between complaining about things, which a lot of movies give us, and making fun of things, which this movie gives us in spades. Oh, sure, <laughs> there's this, stuff to goof this is with the for sure. Tropiest thing we've seen in a while. Well, well Stephen okay. King, so he's like yeah. that. Yeah, he's Love Lord it. of Tropes. He invented some of these tropes. But here's the thing: this is a short novella deal he wrote years and years and years ago and it was one of uh darabont's favorites so darabont put it in his head for 20 years he was gonna make this yeah i'm gonna do it next finally did uh and i'm gonna just say it in 2007 when this movie came out it meant it, it basically represented the the high watermark in my opinion of king adapt- adaptations up till then yeah. yeah very hit and miss mostly miss and mediocre at best Suddenly, here's one where I thought the adaptation was amazing. Now, that's not to say, like, you know, this is the most King, King-like king story as Darabont, you know, with yes. Darabont directing, whereas previous two films were much more grounded and serious. And I'm not counting those because those really are the, I mean, you know, Shawshank Redemption's they, an all-time they're classic. They're the best. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Can't, you can't knock the Green Mile Shawshank, but yes, they are, they they feel as much like a Stephen King thing as Stand By Me did, which is not very much. No. Yeah, exactly. No. This feels more Kingish than any King we've had. It's a good King. Very much. Good King. And I think as, as far as yeah. like the supernatural King stuff, this really did. This was the new standard. I think since then, there are there are uh, challenges to that throne, but it still stands there as one, as a great ah. example of, of one of the best King uh adaptations there was ever yeah i love this movie so plus, i'm just putting it out homage to your favorite gunslinger at there at the beginning with the mm-hmm. with the painting well right not only that but too. but keep in mind the book itself also makes references to there are other worlds than these and the whole yeah. dark tower yeah. thing and and this this stuff this alternate universe stuff is like ripped right out of there so it's all part of that kingiverse stuff which i already loved uh him drawing that painting or doing that painting was just like this nice reminder of oh yeah we're in we're in Crimson Kingland here, man. Yeah. We're in the very first shot of the movie. We're mm-hmm. led to believe that he painted the poster for the thing. Yeah, the thing <laughs> right. on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I saw that. Which which he would have done when he was seventeen mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that <laughs> was a little weird. Well, I guess we're not meant to we Yes, we're That's meant true. to think that, but also it could just be a fan poster on the wall. Who knows? It's true. Yeah, he could have. Right, exactly. It could be his, one that he just loves. Yeah. His studio. His studio was the most, uh, like, non-artist's concept well, of what an artist's I, studio right. looks like. <laughs> well, actually, what I thought, what, what he said was, when he went outside, when he was bitching about everything, the tree falling, he said that he didn't know why he'd even brought his paintings down there. Uh, because it was a bad choice because the tree yeah. went horizontal. By the way, that was the most defying thing in my head was seeing that tree go horizontal instead of <laughs> crashing through the through the roof. Yeah. That's not how trees work, but okay. No. It was like a Christmas vacation style tree. Just ripped yeah. right through the window. It's sure. weird. Uh, so the movie just, is The Mist. We, I don't think we yeah. said that. Um, the, the clip did, but uh, it's The Mist. Frank Darabont directed this. It would be his, well, so far, I hope he has more in him, but the last film he's directed, he's done some TV, but he has not made a movie mm-hmm. since The Mist. And when I say he's done some TV, it was massive. He started the Walking Dead series with a showrunner on that for the first year, two years, whatever it was. Um, right. 
but uh, and they brought half these people with him. He wanted he according to trivia he wanted uh, Thomas Jane in the role of. Um, Thank God he didn't. I could have probably never been to watch The Walking Dead. Well, I can't think of his much. name. Who's Carl's dad? I can't think of his name. Uh, 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 Lincoln. Uh, right, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. The actor and the character is... Yeah. Rick. Rick Grimes. Rick. 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 Oh, my Lord. Rick. Was, I don't know why that was so buried. Pulling that one out. Yeah, I could see Thomas Jane <laughs> in that role, though. He could have been pretty good. Um, I, yeah. yeah. But anyway, he took like everybody Thomas- else. All the other side actors ended up in... Yeah, nine uh, nine shared actors between uh, the Mist amazing. and the Walking Dead. And, yeah, uh, it's a lot. Very different Carol for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, right. Totally. I had so much trouble not. Yeah, I had I had trouble too. I'd be like, oh, she's going to break out into her Carol role any second now. Nope. No. Nope. In fact, mm-mm. she's just really there nope. to be a set piece of like, I'm here when this this she's, happens. She's his work wife. Work wife. That's what you call her. Well, no, she's well, no, not not Carol. Oh no, I'm sorry. Carol, I'm sorry. Uh, Carol, the first about, one to go out into the mist. I'm sorry, yeah. the, the one that survived and glared on the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and see, that's oh man. And, <laughs> and, you know, you talked about all the tropes, and I feel like it's tropey right up until that ending, which is. Uh, and, and I'm going to preface this right now. If you're one of those people who listen to the show and don't see the movie, you may want to see this one before you go yeah. any further, because the end of this is something that you don't see coming. No. Uh, and that's all or, I'll say right there. Even if you've Actually, read the short story, you don't see it coming because the short yeah. the novella yeah, does the not short, have this ending. <laughs> yeah, Darabont like is the he's yeah, he made this up for for funsy. Stephen King loved it, but yeah. Yeah. But he her, her role in every other movie like this, every other monster movie, horror movie, whatever, her movie her role is the super the first sacrifice, the super first sacrifice. Mm-hmm, right? right. Like the um we need we need to see what's going on out there. So we need to demonstrate what happens if you leave the uh, right, the haunted house. The, She's the canary, uh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they they uh, they subvert that here in a way. I wonder if she gets paid the same. That's pretty smart. Well, it's I know, like, uh, yes, yeah, she's going to work for scale anyway. Might as well uh, be the first one out. I'm out. Yeah. But in, the case, in this particular case, it was like, well, no, we're taking Andre Brower and his four idiots, and they're going to be. They're the true canaries in the coal mine. We're going to pull that rope back, yeah. and, and we're going to end That's up with true. a no torso well, man. And we only get one canary. We don't know what happens to uh, Andrew Brown. We only get half again, a canary, actually. Again, <laughs> a very weird. You know, if you're so used to seeing him on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, it is so weird seeing him He's here so... with doing you know contractions and yeah. slang. And... Yeah, I knew He's him. So weird. I knew him before. Uh, and so if you yeah, okay before Brooklyn Nine yeah before that was like that always threw me on Brooklyn Nine Nine because I was like man he's such a serious actor otherwise and this is just throwing me and then I got used to him there and loved him in that he's great on Brooklyn Nine Nine and then you see him here and you're like oh yeah right this isn't a comedy he's you know he's back to his roots yeah. was it Homicide yeah. Life on the Street I think he was in yeah was it uh, sh- uh, yeah no it's something that I haven't seen like the Shield or I'm I'm just starting the yeah. one now and I oh, always the, that but uh, yeah the uh, Shield the Shield remember. was uh, inspired a lot of these shots too right didn't they have like the camera guys from there was, the Shield yeah series? there was some they did borrow some Crossover. crew from the Shield yeah wow. he was on Law and Order yes, for a while yes Scott yeah. yes he was the star of Homicide Life on the Street he was yeah. okay and so like my parents generation you know watched every episode i was a kid and then you know i thought of andre brower one way and then he plays this complete other role he is by far my example of my imdb trope of no that's not what known for means uh how you can go you can go look up andre brower it says known for and it doesn't include brooklyn 99 what is really wrong? that's oh, a system that's- 
Yeah, Wild. that's broken. That's kind of effed. I don't know who decides that stuff, robots or people. He was he was in all 153 <laughs> episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was amazing. Seems yeah. like he should yeah. be known for that. One of yeah. my favorite Take roles. Take Frequency, like City of Angels, okay, popular movie, sure. Yeah. Uh, the Mist, Homicide, but Take Frequency off that list and put on right. uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't remember, yeah, I can't remember <laughs> him being in Frequency. <laughs> no. Why is that even and, there? That's crazy. And so, you know, so like he's actually our uh, our step forward into the plot of this movie, right? Because mm-hmm. really all you get at the beginning is character. Here's a character. He's a character. He lives here or he's vacationing here. I don't really care. He's he's a guy. He's, uh, you know, he's Thomas Jane. Uh, you know, you love him. And then we're we're like next door neighbor. We don't understand. You're you're you get this like really juicy. Like they've had a they've had an argument and there was a lawsuit and now yeah. the storm has come along and the, and I've spent three years asking this guy to cut down that tree and he won't take it down and, and so now they're in conflict. But the, ooh, they have to ride to town together. Like every little step of the way, Andre Brower's character is so interesting mm-hmm. until they get to the storm. Well, I don't mind yeah. that though. See, so we needed two we needed two bookends for this to work and why I think I love it so much. Marsha Gay Harden is the complete psycho freaking Bible thumping weirdo that God, is willing so to kill everybody. Yeah. She's God, I hated her. She's the villain of the movie, by the way, the entire thing. Yeah, absolutely. Cause if they, they could have come together as a group without her being in yeah. there, influencing all that, they survived this. They, they, they were right. Everybody was stayed in that, uh, yeah. stayed in that place. And well, yeah, fun. you got a, yeah. you got an infinite supply of dog food and fertilizer to stack near the front yeah. of the store. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. You can say that forever. Yeah. Humanity is definitely the horror here. This is a Stephen King thing. It, the humanity is definitely the horror here because I mean the monsters, eh, they're they're just doing their thing, right? They're yeah, just right. they just monsters exist in the world. Animals. They exist. They're monsters. Right. Monsters get monster. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna monster. But but here's the thing though, like when he's when 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 Brower, so Brower's the other side. He's the other bookend, which is. There's no way this is real. I don't know why you guys are all playing this huge joke. It's just a little fog. We're going to go out. You know, like He is so pragmatic about I life and everything that it's the perfect other end of the problem. Yeah. And the middle is where, you know, Tom Jane's obviously, you know, in the middle. He's a work, work a day dude. He's kind of just trying to raise his kid and live his life and do his thing. So, of course, he's going to be the one that says, I recognize the... Um, the yeah. supernaturalness going on and i also know human behavior and we're gonna have to figure out a way to find in the middle but meanwhile he's got wackadoo lady over here and wackadoo <laughs> alan day brower trying to get out of there yeah perfect situation for such, what this movie's boiler, supposed right? to do it's yeah boils yeah. i love it and it's so good gosh dang it this movie's good my only complaint i'll get it out of the way Okay. Well, two and Brian, maybe you brought it up. So kind of, I guess we should bring this up. I think I'll, he's I'll played if it's separate. It, it yep. might, might be separate. I think our chick in the bucket is Andre Brower. I, I think finding the MP, uh, all, all nested up full of spiders. Oh, yeah, I thought, was, at first I thought that was him. You can't tell who it yeah. is. It's a cocoon yeah. person. And your mind assumes it's like, Oh, we're going to find out what happened the, to his at, story. When we first, when we first realized there's something up, the MP is looking for those three privates and you get this shot of him that lingers on his face way longer than it should. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you know, it's like, Oh, this is Chekhov's MP. They also, they also <laughs> did. They also, when they found him, the helmet with MP clearly 
clearly visible yeah. falls yeah, down in his arm. That that all helped to identify who he was because the the nesting that those spiders put people in is freaking nasty. That stuff's all over the place. Oh, the acid nest. I don't understand that. I oh, understand freaking! That I love it. Those acid, acid nest and the acid webs. Yeah, yeah, dude, those were so Weird. cool. That guy with his poor leg. Oh my gosh, his poor leg. Yeah. And the one cool where effect. he fell, one of the dude's bodies oh, fell yeah. over and just burst into spiders. Amazing. Yeah, I just, just ever, anybody's ever stepped on a spider and saw it turn into a million baby spiders knows what that looks like. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. snap, I made a mistake. Really disconcerting yeah. stuff. So this goes to my other, my only other complaint, which is most of the movie holds up, I think, effects-wise. I think it looks pretty good for 07 standards, except for the tentacle monster in the garage. Yes. Mm-hmm. That thing well, looks the, pra- the practical effects of... Pulling that tentacle monster around. That I didn't mind the practical. The practical is fine. I just think the CG right. back there looked bad. It's the yeah. it's the lawnmower man <laughs> shriveling up and right. popping open. Get, and, yeah, yeah. They and, show it in, in clear vision, and they show it for a really long time. I thought it was pretty impressive. Usually you don't show the monster that much. Yeah. Well, it, right, it was interesting. What, the, that scene has to end in a massive fight between Thomas Jane and William Sadler and others. Right. And that that conflict is what you're there for. Yeah. Um, I actually wish they hadn't sent, like they hadn't shown like Chris Owen getting some of his chest pulled off and stuff because oh, yeah. it, it, it didn't, it didn't help me with the human conflict, you know? Yeah. It was, yeah. and, and just CGI was, I, I mean, was, the, the thing on his chest and leg though, I thought looked really visceral like forget yeah. about the CG tentacle doing it for a second, but the actual like, what does it do when it suctions in and they, then pulls up? Yeah, that's I, nasty. That got me. Good. I think it was. A, yeah, I think it was important because I think a lot of this was skin horror, being that if you ever burnt, everybody's gotten burnt before, and you needed to understand why the characters would be willing to kill themselves over these deaths because these deaths are like the worst kind i mean yeah, peeling yeah. skin that kind of stuff you know getting chopped in half yeah it doesn't scare me too much because i'm like yeah it's over pretty quick yeah but you know right. getting your skin burned off or getting ripped off like that that's gonna hurt oh yeah dude yeah and, then, and one more thing on the tentacle the whole uh you know you it, it sits there for a long time but then when you kick it or poke it with a stick yeah that's when it sizzles it shrivels up and and dissolves into that nothing was, yeah, that dissolves into no proof but that was yeah, that was that's yes. what was funny about this part. It's like that's that's a hard trope, you know. It's like convincing others yeah. that something supernatural happened and the supernatural thing disappearing. They just think you're crazy. But yeah. at the same time, that sizzle and dissolve thing uh, let us know for sure that it is not of this planet. It's it's from another dimension mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, um, you're you're struggling as a as a viewer to kind of understand the connection between the mist and the creatures. Uh, you have right. to you have to kind of invent your own answers, right? Like the mist is kind of the skin in which these creatures can live, and if yes, they, their environment, yeah, if they're outside yeah. of that mist, they die, yeah. and right. and apparently dissolve, yeah. right? Yeah. So that that explains a lot of stuff. There's yeah. a lot of <laughs> of tropes that they're hang fairly on. Easy, they're fairly easy to kill uh, if you have like a serious flamethrower. You know, or, some real, or I some guess real a, equipment. I guess if you have a, a fan, big fan, a big fan, <laughs> you can yeah. blow the mist away from the creatures. Right. I, that the so so we may as well get to the meat of this here. This ending is mm. controversial, very controversial. It left yes. a lot of people very upset because the way this thing ends. And Brian, if it's right, if you haven't seen it yet, we do recommend seeing it because it's worth. I think it's worth the t- the twist to For see sure. it yeah. on your own. But if if you have and you've stuck around with us here, um. It differs from the movie in that at the very end, Thomas Jane does what he believes is the most merciful thing. And I agree with him in the context of 
that we're all going to die. We've just seen the big giant one. There's middle middle sized ones and tiny ones, and they're all bad. And we're not going to yeah. make this. So I've got four bullets in this chamber. I'm going to take old man, old lady, the lady holding my son, and hit my son himself, who's like eight or something. Like right. heartbreaking, gut wrenching. And I think Thomas Jane does an amazing job of like expressing that and the kind of madness that that would bring to somebody for having to yeah. do that. Because yeah. again, his intentions are good because he knows he can go out there and just get eaten or whatever. Yeah. Um, but let them all have a, a more merciful way out. He gets out of the truck. And he's like starts yelling like "Come and get me!" And then out of the out of the mist <laughs> comes seconds. like a weird shape. And then it turns out the shape is a tank and actually a yeah. armored personnel carrier. And it's got a bunch of survivors on it, including lady from Walking Dead who's got her kids with her, uh, who left at the, in the first five minutes of the movie. Well, ain't that a pisser? Yeah. So this whole scene, which I've ex- now described, I don't know why I described it. If you saw it, you saw it. And if you didn't, you're gonna yeah. go back and see it. But uh, it is. Really, I think very affecting. And he apparently fought really hard for this change, fought with yeah. not King. King was down, but fought with uh, producers Studios. and the studio. They were like, yeah. I don't know. This is rough. Why don't we just go with the original thing? And he's like, I've this, been I've been wanting to do this forever. We're doing yeah, it. So glad he did it because it is it's one of those things that, number one, if they would have done this with test audiences, no way would the test audiences have liked no. it. And the studios would have no. said, nope, test audiences hate it. you got to go back. Yeah, right. The other thing is it's, it's a twist on the twist. It's a twist on that Black Mirror or Twilight Zone type ending where the person who's been kind of a dick finally gets their comeuppance in a way that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. problem is... David's not a dick. No. He's, you know, he's he's a really good guy and he's been trying to do the right thing the entire time and to to just basically say, "All right, well, uh here's the last little right in your right this, in your this gut." Is, if you didn't believe in God, it's like, "Oh, there's got to be a god, only a god, only a, a, a creature that would, you know, enjoy this much pain." Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah watch exactly. him like, yeah. Exactly. And you later. realize that if they just oh, sat are there. Y'all, y'all filled with grief? Here, hold <laughs> my beer. Hold my beer. I just think if they would have given it another, just five more minutes sitting in the car, just chilling right. out and looking at each other, talking I, that's about what I life. I understand. I tried to put myself in that situation, and I'm like, I'd probably go like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And then as soon as that first shot rang out, all in that small car, that loud explosion from a gun that close to you that didn't hit you, but was hitting somebody else. Be like, change mine. I'm out. out." (laughs) Let's the question that came to my mind. And this was almost going to be my intro is, uh, all right, you're Thomas Jane. How do you decide in which order? <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be the kid. You got to keep. You got to shoot the kid first. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, and then, oh, the, then the younger lady. You kind of go to the youngest or the oldest because they've seen more shit. The okay. oldest. That's All what right. you have to do. Is that, that way it works? Last? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Clay was mom. Last and you don't sure. want the kid. I, I'm sure it was the kid first because he's asleep. You know, you don't even want to wake him yeah, up. Yeah, he kind of woke up. Dad, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. It's so rough. Like, and I really appreciate that it stayed. I I don't like movies. That how do I put this? That felt I do earned. like I do like Chicken movies. Out. I like movies with happy endings. Okay, there's plenty of them. Sure, in fact, of most yeah. of them have happy endings. But I love it when something comes along and it just subverts my expectations and says, mm-hmm. "This is this is the way we went," and I'm just left to deal with it. I like that. Yeah, I know. This, uh, I loved it on TV tropes. This trope is called uh, "Shoot the Shaggy Dog." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's um, it's not. There's not a lot of examples of it. Like you definitely. Uh, recognize it right this this whole thing where uh you you basically basically you killed um 
what what's the what's the dog uh that, oh no the one that you, you, you got a old yeller thank Benji? you Benji. basically oh, you killed old the yeller you do, the one you do kill the right, one you have to right. kill you kill killed old yeller and then <laughs> the veterinarian comes walking up behind you and says oh by the way he didn't have rabies he was just choking on something i have a cure for it um so, <laughs> shouldn't feed him chicken bones by the way just saying okay then see ya Apparently, most of the page for Shoot the Shaggy Dog is Coen Brothers movies because the Coen Brothers yeah, love, love this yeah. thing where you get to the end and everybody fails and then yeah. you find out that life goes on. They do it. They, yeah, Fargo is an example of this. It's just uh, complete and total, yeah. you know, mayhem for everybody except Marge and her husband and his two cent stamp. Marge. Like it's, yeah. and, it, and it's magical because it isn't complete. Everything's not lost. It's just, really bad mm-hmm. and then oh yeah but you know he made her eggs and it's gonna be okay and she's still pregnant she's gonna have this baby you know like there's this moment of like that this didn't even have that though this was like no no you know they're on the one hand you're almost kind of happy well there's carol and her kids it's hard to separate and, her from carol and our main character lives and yeah. our main character yeah. lives and then and also it looks like the military a cares about civilians they're 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 yep. gathering them up but also B, they may have gotten a solution here and they're and they're sweeping yeah. through wherever the problem is and taking care. Of, like there's some optimism on top of it. But Herbert, if I were him, about that. I'd just be like, <laughs> shit, five more minutes and I yeah, we'd have had that's, this. Right. That's the human that's the human that's what King is so good about doing too. And Darabont uh does a good job at it kind of going to that next step. Yeah. It's like uh really just Getting you right there in the humanity, right? Yep. Like, oh, come on. Right. Stabbing you square in the humanity. That's a good way of putting yep. it. And and the movie the movie needs this, by the way. Um, this ending without it, if you just had uh David and his son, you know, emerge from the mist and you realize, oh wow, everybody died behind mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Like it would have hung so much more uh pressure on the human infighting in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Right. Which it it has, it has some problems, right? Like, you you spend the whole movie asking yourself, would I really devolve this much this fast? You yes. know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want you want to believe yes because that's what the story is telling you, but it's all very questionable. So that's how I feel a, about. I've talked about. This, yeah, but we've talked about this. How I feel about Walking is. Dead in general. It's like I, I always think that they won't be that. That people aren't going to be that terrible. Right. Oh, people! You are and the I. Worst. You and I are basically uh, Toby Jones. I'm Toby Jones to your Thomas Jane. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. You put more than two people in a room, and they're going to take yeah. sides and figure out ways they're to kill exactly. each other. Exactly, dude. That guy. Have y'all freaking, not watched any reality TV? Jesus. Well, yeah, but that stuff's edited for your pleasure like right uh, having yeah. spoke to enough reality tv editors who's that guy that was on dtns that time i think his name but that guy he's basically ruined reality tv for me he did pawn stars he worked on um <laughs> he worked on the the storage war show he says none of it's real we made all that shit up i'm like all right yeah. great oh well and i still think a- that people te- teaming up and, and going against each other that's human nature yeah they do but when they show it. it on tv that stuff's just manufactured like it's not it's, oh, it's meant to, yeah. to tweak all that stuff but i'll bet you if we had a store richard hatch totally formed that first alliance <laughs> on survivor that's right all, 
he all need, by himself all using by his himself. big brain. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine the four of us are stuck in a, a grocery store and giant semi-translucent white spiders showed up. I would I would eat you. You would not. What, 20, Here's what we would band hours, together. Would get 24 hours before I start eating people. We'd band together. We'd figure out a way to blockade stuff. If there were skittish people, we'd work on helping them through it. Like we, they, we would not. Well, it, even if that lady existed, I don't think she gets the traction she gets it, in the movie. Oh, I disagree. If we were barricaded, I think we would be fine. As soon as as soon as uh, as soon as we saw like three or four people die, like from a tentacle monster and one stabbing somebody in the neck, uh, yeah, you would start you would start thinking off. all bets are off, baby. <laughs> all you, you bets can, are off. It's impossible to say with the four of us because obviously the four of us we would one hundred percent band together and we yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. But um, you know, let's let's. If say I'm stuck in the hog, if I'm stuck at the hoggly woggly, what'd you call it? It's piggly wiggly. We call it the hoggly woggly sometimes. What'd you call it, Randy? Really? Um, something like that. Something like yeah, that. I was yeah. just trying to not say piggly. It was called. Do you guys know the name of it? I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It's called the Food House. Yeah, oh, food house. Yes. Great, the great one in the movie. Yeah. yeah. What a yeah. stupid name yeah. for a That's store. Advertising. <laughs> I know, right? Where you want to get your groceries? <laughs> right. How about the food house? Yeah. It's like what Vikings oh, would have called the first grocery store. <laughs> we will put our food in the food house. This is food house. house. Oh, it houses food. Yeah. Anyway, that was dumb. But it. But I don't know. I tend to be a little too optimistic when Look it comes at, to sadly you know stuff. twitter is such a great example of what this microcosm would be it's like right. hey everybody check out this uh, awesome sandwich that i just made oh yeah that looks really good Ooh, i want to get me one of those too wow oh hey where'd you get it send me a link sandwiches are dumb <laughs> no you're not wrong but see there's no stakes in that exchange i think when there's stakes and you're also physically face to face I think the equation changes. I think people. I think it gets worse when when there's only one sandwich and you've got yeah all those people fighting. Well, that's true. But we had a lot of sandwiches. We had a lot of sandwiches in there. They had food. You know, they were stocked. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I again maybe overly optimistic about how people would behave given you know the right circumstances. I just feel like I would one hundred percent like that to be the case. Yeah. And maybe it's the pessimism or the skepticism in me. I'm not a pessimist by any means. No, no, no. But healthy skepticism is good. Sure. The main thing is there's a difference between reality and reality TV, and that is entertainment value. And so that you know we have this debate because we're watching a movie, a fictional movie, and we just don't really want to believe that reality would play this way because yeah. of course it wouldn't you'd right. have you'd have people like i said locking themselves in the bathroom and then just staying there until they starved to death but nobody here's what happened well that's Sitting true. on the floor that's and true. using the toilet roll like it's a towel yeah <laughs> there'd be a bunch of that but here's the thing though like as we watch this nobody's watching this movie i don't care how big of a jerk or nice of a person you are nobody watches this movie and goes Oh yeah, I'm the William Sadler character for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> or oh yeah, I'm the late, I'm the crazy lady with the too much right, religion. Right. Like they don't do that. They all want to be Thomas Jane, even if they're they not. They really mm, should have listened to Mrs. Carmody. I've got to be honest. I know who I am, and I'm probably William Sadler. Mm, I'm no, Jim. you're not. You're not going to turn on everybody and start going a hallelujah and try to kill somebody. You're not doing that. Right. Sorry, sorry guys. Don't get trapped in an elevator with me. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture it. 
you're too kind-hearted. I don't think that happens. Count, count your teeth. You yeah. know, Dick, yeah, count. Yeah, next time you, you want to like talk, just count your teeth. What I think will happen more often is we'll end up with more Andre Browers. People are like, whatever, dude, I'm going out. This is stupid. You guys yeah, are a lot all of people just do that. delusional. Yep. Like, like the first the first 24 hours, you'd have a lot of those. But really, I do see myself like a Toby Jones. It's like, I don't know, like an Ollie yeah. Weeks. That's probably more like see, who I'm, I would be. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely the, the Toby Jones. Yeah. Like if, you know, if, if each of these people is a type of character, maybe a little bit of the Thomas Jane. Obviously, if my kid was in there. Right. Uh, those of you who get the pre-show know that hell, I do anything for my kid, even at two in the morning. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm probably the Toby Jones, like, yeah. All right, this is yeah, what's I'm a, happening. I'm, un- and- I'm unloading on Marcy Gay Harden if she if she talks one more time. I'm unloading, man. Oh yeah, well, and that's the th- that's yeah. the thing. Like, probably oh. the most realistic thing is that they all turn on her at some point, or mm-hmm. most of them, right. most of the good people turn on mrs carmody the least realistic thing is that it takes them so long to turn on her because yeah. like it's it's much <laughs> all, more likely that all it you would a gun. yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's much more likely that uh you would elect a leader maybe i don't know but you try right. and sure. uh that leader would uh, wrap some duct tape around her mouth yeah that's <laughs> what i do she is the yeah. villain of the whole thing all things are better if she's out and she goes out way too late uh, she, does. she sucks. I like the, even even the uh, the little bug creature doesn't like her. Like right. the bug creature is yeah. like, nah. Yeah, nah, she I, takes it as some kind thinking, of she takes it some kind of miracle sign. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that the, she takes it as some kind of Jesus miracle, but really the bug's just like, Ugh, I don't want to be on her. Yeah, she, I'm not touching her. that. Yeah. What is what is she doing in such emotional movies? Mm. It is amazing how Marsha Gay yeah. Harden finds these scripts. She yeah. her her character and her performance in Mystic River will haunt yeah. you, oh, yeah. if you if, if, when you see it's it. Like, here too. She's yeah. very yeah, very she, good, mm-hmm. really good at what she does. I, I've never, in fact, I think that's just her job in Hollywood. She's probably very nice in person, but her job is, hey, can you play very upsetting, difficult? you know, uh, heart, you know, very complex characters. Can you do that please? And never be simple or whatever. Like that's just her job. And I don't, and, and don't let your inner humanity show through like, um, with Thomas Jane, you, your whole time, every time he says something, you're like, Oh, come on. You're just, a, yeah, you, you know, we all know, we all know that you, you know, you, you went out with beers for, with the boys for beers last night. You, you, this is a guy who likes to play fantasy football. Don't tell me he's a painter. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. <laughs> Somehow that didn't fit very well, but I don't know. I can't. Not of... with William Sadler either. It's like, oh, Mr. Hollywood, poster yeah. painter. Look <laughs> at you. There's some people who will just be born, just because of their look, they'll be born to always play these type of characters. Marsha Gay Harden has the, It's. I think it's her eyebrows, you know, yeah. very judgy, like, uh. You know, she's up, she's up in the church choir. She's going to come down and. Could you see right. how, how she felt very much? Oh, but yeah, William yeah. Sadler has that too, which is why it was such a you know such a different role. Uh, what was it? Was it uh, uh, was it him in, in uh, Green Mile? No, it was yes, it was him in Green Mile. No, I'm sorry, was he was like, in Shawshank. He, he was, was Haywood. Shawshank. Well, he was Haywood in Shawshank. Yeah. Oh right, right, and he was a good character. He was in he Bill was, and Ted. He was nice. He was just kind of dopey. In uh, right, exactly. Yeah, not smart. But, but the, usually, yeah. you know, you see him and he's like, "Oh man, that guy is just 
He's just a dick. He's yeah. going to be the dick of this yeah. movie. Die Hard 2. He's going to be death. Huge dick in Die Hard 2. He was the main villain. And then in um, uh, Bill and Ted, well, that wasn't a, he wasn't a dick. He played death, but he was amazing death. in that. That's a dicky, that's a dickish thing to do, though. He you was know what? So no, he, wasn't, he was in Green Mile. I just looked it up. This is There's a bunch of people that are scattered around in related movies. Well, it's clear Darabont loves him, and he just brings him wherever he goes. So, yeah. yeah. Which is fine with me, because I'm a big Sadler fan. That guy's Surprised infinitely he wasn't in Walking uh, um, uh, Dead because he feels like he would. He really does, doesn't he? He, yeah. he could have been the other uh, Merle, Daryl and Merle. Yeah, brother. he could have been yeah. Merle. Uh, I loved him in could've... Demon Knight, which we need to watch, by the way. Demon Knight, hold on. The crypt. Demon Knight. Oh, God, I love that movie is that so good? much. I don't know what that disc. is. I don't know why that's not. Oh, bell. Demon Knight, so good. Isn't okay. that a the crypt. Rob Zombie? Let's tell us from the crypt. I don't think Rob Zombie had anything to do with it. No. Demon Knight with a K or Knight with an S? Uh, Demon Knight with a K because he he's a he's a knight. Oh, it's a Tales from the Crypt. And it's got film. it's got yes, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, and it's, he's got this got that uh, it's got the filter song in it. Ooh, it's so good. Oh, uh, Billy Zane, William Sadler, and Jada Pinkett yes. Smith. Oh, mm. it's so good. Take right. her so we're, take her name out of your mouth. Oh shoot, right. I could get slapped. I got to watch. Oh, Dick that's Miller. Right. We love Dick Miller. That's an that's a <laughs> we automatic. What, one more thing and about Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. One more thing about William Sadler. I never saw Roswell. He okay. was in all 61 episodes of Roswell. I am now interested in watching Roswell. Yeah, same. <laughs> I haven't either. I didn't know he was I've in never that. seen any of it. I watched, boy, I watched that a little bit of Roswell. full of covers. <laughs> oh, was it? I watched a little bit of Roswell. It's pretty good. Some of those WB shows, they were like, hey, what if we just ran every cool song ever made? That's how we get popular. That we can that? afford. Right. There's, a, there's a line. Yeah, there's not watch yeah. Miami Vice every Friday night. Thing, <laughs> I did. Man. I loved it. Oh, I did love man, it. Boy, do we need to put Demon Knight on our list? It's I got an Demon uncredited Knight. John Larroquette as the slasher. Yeah. Yes. Was so good. We haven't had him do that since he narrated the beginning of what was the movie John Larroquette? Did we watch Blind Date. Blind Date. <laughs> no, it was something else. We need to watch Blind Date, though. Damn it. I can't remember. I just wanna, I that wanna movie bothers the hell out of me. I don't know why. Never saw it. It's one of those uncomfortable movies. And it was, I want to say it was one of the movies when I was um, working in a movie theater. It was one of the movies that was playing there. So I could go in any time on my break, pop in and watch a little bit of Blind Date, which was just a dumb thing to do. But why not? (laughs) What else? Where else am I going to go? Don't judge me. Yeah. What else are you going to do? So I saw that movie in bits and pieces. I've seen the whole thing, but saw that movie in bits and pieces for such a long time. Did you, um, do you guys know this movie, right? Yeah. Blake Edwards, I think. Right. right? Oh my gosh. Have we done a Blake? I don't think we've ever done a Blake Edwards movie here. That's, I think we have, but I just, I I just think it's wild. Done any of the uh, Pink Panthers, which I think would be good. Let's do the second one. That second one is so good. We should do that. Yeah. Oh, Shot in the Dark. Uh, I can't remember. Is it Return? I don't remember what it's called. One of them has um, uh, uh, one-eyed Vulcan or one-eyed uh, Klingon uh, actor who died. He was in Eyes Out. He just passed away. Can't think of his name. Christopher Plummer. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Chris Plummer. Sure, yeah. Yeah, he's young in that. Uh, I, I found a little scrutiny. Scrutiny. This is in the uh, trivia. It says, <clears throat> this is Thomas. Okay, so this is just an issue. People aren't keeping up with the times, but it says, this is Thomas Jane's second Stephen King movie. He played Henry in Dreamcatcher in 2003, which is true. We saw that movie here. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? I think we did. Yeah, we did. We saw Dreamcatcher. Uh, but, the, but the actual statement that this is a second King movie is incorrect because in 2017, which is fair enough time to get this updated, he was in the Netflix film 1922, another Stephen King wow. short story turned uh, adaptation. Wow. Also very good, by the way. Really good. He's fantastic in it. Highly this recommend is, 1922. It's very good. 
This is our fifth Thomas Jane movie. Uh, Hold on, let me guess. We got uh, you got Punisher. Yep. You got this deal. Yep. You got Dreamcatcher. Correct. This deal. Uh, four. You say? Let's see. Five. This is our fifth. You got two more to go. Do you guys know what? What else? What else? It's not not fair because he wasn't a main a main character in these other two. That's okay. Um, He was in Deep Blue Sea. And I guess he was a kind of a main character in that movie, but really all you remember is sharks. And uh, he was (laughs) in Jackson. Yeah, yeah, he was in Face Off. Oh, right. Oh, really? Small role in Face Off. That's right. I'm a big Tom Jane fan. I think his his character, uh, Detective Miller on uh, uh, The Expanse. Unbelievable. So good. Deserves more than it got. I mean, I know in some ways it's just a noir trope, but I love mm-hmm. it in that so, so much. Yeah. So good. Uh, not not really a lot of other crossover for us in this movie, except a guy named Brian Libby. Uh, Brian Libby played biker in this yeah. movie. Oh, he's is, he a guy? is he half a biker? Yeah. And, so uh, <laughs> I and felt bad he, for him because that guy had good and ah, I felt bad for him. I yeah, liked yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, have, we have seen him in eight movies now. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's just a he stunt this, double usually. You know what? This movie is absolutely chock full of interesting looking character actors. Mm, and Brian yeah. Libby is an interesting looking character actor. Yeah. So, And we've seen him in Action Jackson, Air Force One, Dreamskate, Eraser, Heat, In the Line of Fire, and The Octagon. He's a very interesting dude. I like him every time he shows up. But you're right about the character actors. There's There are handsome and beautiful people in this movie. But there are also people who are just interesting. Toby Jones is never not interesting to watch. Uh-huh. He's like a little elven man kind of. Um, <laughs> he is. So he like whoever whoever said, "Hey, we got to make that guy play Truman Capote." It was like yeah. the most brilliant casting, yeah. and kind of the most obvious, easiest casting ever for sure. But like, even I just watched the some episodes of this new uh, western on Prime called um, I think I'm going to recommend it this week called uh, The English. If I can finish it. Um, and I really like it. And he's in it, but only the first episode. And I won't give any more away, but he's only there okay. for just a brief little stint. But it's fantastic. He's just so watchable and so interesting. I just, of, of all the character actors working today, I always get happy if I see Toby Jones show up. For sure. Just yeah, like sure. Artem Zola. And- yeah. <laughs> who who was the doomsayer actor? Which which guy was that? You guys don't talk about? He died near the, he died out in the, out oh, in the uh, oh, parking lots. The one he was who, always um, like, it's the it's the it's the meals and it's the damn meals. I knew it was gonna happen. And yeah, the chemical clouds and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that like guy. He guy. goes, that's a toxic toxic cloud from the military. That guy. Is it Buck Taylor? Is that who it is? Might I be. I like him too. He looks like, like a Buck Taylor <laughs> with a name <laughs> like Buck Taylor, right? I also feel like the the lady <laughs> who played uh, let's see Francis Sternhagen who played Irene, the older lady. Oh, God. oh sure, yeah. With I Clifford's feel- mom, Cliff Clavin's mom. That's who mom. it is. Damn it, Brian! I've been oh, yeah, I could yeah, not no, make yeah. the connection. Shit. That's it. Yeah, when I was in Vermont, we went to a, a Christmas party, and there were four ladies that looked just like her in this film. Really? Oh, that's great. Four, four ladies. That's great. I always think she's the lady in uh, in the boat in the uh, Dante's Peak. Who is that lady? Why do I always get oh, those two confused? Is that her? Maybe. Hold on. I don't think so. I think it's the other lady I always thinks Chris' mom 
Remember Dante's Peak? I can't remember. Oh, this lady's I, awesome. She, row, row, row your boat. And then she jumps out of the boat and she pulls in the ass of the lake is going, eating her up. She's going, ah! Yeah. And they're going, no, Grandma, get back in the boat. Remember that? that <laughs> no, great. I don't. Not no, well. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? There's no way part. that if I saw that clip, it would be better than what I have in my mind from your retelling of it. Yeah, no doubt. She was in Doc Hollywood. I remember that. And she's in. she's been working sure. since the 50s. 51 was her first thing. And she's not she's alive but not working now. Elizabeth Hoffman, Ruth, that's who it is. I always get Elizabeth Hoffman. Oh uh, different lady yeah. with, with her. Yeah, but they're totally very similar. Lady. I just thought she was yeah. perfect. Amazing. Yeah, she's just amazing. She's really and, good. And and uh she's my example of I can't believe she wasn't ever on MASH. I like every episode yeah. of Film Sack, yeah. I'm like, there's a person here. Oh, that's f- I- that's fair. She looks like she would have been a nurse or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally totally. Older, yeah. older nurse who has some kind of problem. Yeah, she's like she's doing mercy killings behind everybody's back. I love it. I love that we're talking about Mash, and you say some kind of problem. Everybody yeah, on everybody, Mash yeah, has some kind of problem. Everybody's yeah. broken. Yeah. Yeah. broken. That show has a, some kind of problem. Uh, Alexis Davalo, she played the cute uh, checkout girl, uh, uh, the brunette. Check her Lori, out, girl. Lori Holden was the blonde. Alexa Davalos was the brunette. Yeah, and she is, uh, uh, I think, striking and unforgettable in roles like Man in the High Castle, and for uh, sure. Some other stuff, but it, she uh, she was in Punisher amazing. as well. Anyway, yeah. Oh, was she in Punisher? The movie? She was the TV show, yes. the series. Oh, okay. The, the Barenthal, the other guy from The Walking Dead. I got you. <laughs> oh yeah. I just, look at all these. Connections. I just love how they couldn't really make her look like a cash register worker in a grocery store. Like they, and a, you just and can't babysitter. It's like a it's like a Anna de Armas and Knives Out, right? Like, right, how do you right. put makeup on this gorgeous human being that makes them look like they're just a nurse? Right. Exactly. <laughs> just. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like this is the best job I could get working as a checkout girl. Yeah, At it first, was, I thought she was Carrie Russell when she when you right. first see her because of okay. the uh, the hair and she has Carrie Russell's and eyes. I and I, I love that they went with uh, with with face gore. It was like, right. oh, we got this beautiful lady. What's the worst thing that can happen to her? You know, we could shoot her in the gut. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's make her face get all bloated right after the yeah. guy. Yeah, it's very effective. That in his face <clears> wrist. It's like, very effective. It's like. That, that, I mean, it, I won't say, well, maybe, what did I put for grossest? Hold on, let me make sure I didn't use that. No. Oh, yeah, it was, I could not think <clears> of what a, the grossest. The that that, that almost be. made the list because it's just excellent practical effects, but she she really yeah. just looked, I mean, that looked so painful and what a yeah. horrible way to die. So that really stuck with me. I don't know. Me, I think that, but then I'm like, I was at first like, oh, no, that'd be terrible. And I'm like, you know what? You just slowly black out. You couldn't breathe. You just slowly black out. I guess being scared would be the suckiest part of that. Yeah, because you'd be uh, you'd be fighting for air and you know doing all your normal yeah. human survival stuff. But um, right, boy. it's better than getting chopped in half, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I don't not. know. Or getting your skin burned off. That poor guy. Was, oh. whoo, if you ever burn anything in any 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 type of of real surface area, whoo. yeah. And just these the idea of these hot web wires draping across Ugh. you. Yeah, right. Man, they oh. really got me with that. They really got me with that. That was really scary. Yeah. Everything in that pharmacy, freaking f that place. That sucked. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. the pharmacy. Spiders with skeleton faces. Thank you. I'm done. Yep. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Like there's, there. there's a quality to gross out where when you're watching a movie like this, you prep yourself for it. Like you just you're mentally you know armed to deal with gross things. Right. And so like the and not any particular thing is going to gross you out more than all the rest. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it leaves a mark, a lot of that stuff, but what grossed me out here, let me play the deal. Gross. Here's what grossed me out. Well, let's see if you guys, yeah, anything else. I, you I would like of? to guess, I yeah. would like to guess that it's 
what Marsha Gay Harden was kneeling in and smelling yeah. while she's praying in a bathroom stall <laughs> at a, a grocery one. store, yeah. facing the toilet. She's facing the toilet in that stall. I don't know why. Doing her weird mutter like, pray thing. Is that the I, one? I, Let's I find out. It. I Let's... love that she wiped her face off the toilet paper like it was a towel yeah. on a rack, yeah. and then she just left it. And I'm like, oh, no, lady. How yeah. is that? How is that more gross than be- people being dismembered? I don't know. Well, I don't know. you are correct. Uh, that was the grossest thing in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, very, very good call. What did make a close second, though, even though it's a non-practical effect, that first bug that lands on the window while the guy's eating his chicken. Oh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, dude, I still jump Not while five I'm feet. My chicken, man. And I even saw yeah. it coming. I'm like, oh, yeah, this scene. I see it way off in the distance. And then, wham! That was ring. Right. That was Ringo uh, caveman size uh, bug <laughs> yep. right there. It yep. really was. It really yeah. was. And it sounded here. Uh, here's the here's the sound of it. Ah, God. I just <laughs> something about it, man. Can't, yeah. ugh, I can't do it. I just can't do that. So that, that was a close second. But congrats, Randy. You got the grossest thing. Very well. I don't know why it took them so long. I was getting it's, it's typical horror stuff, though. But I don't know why I took them so freaking long to go. Yeah. Turn those lights out, man. Turn turn those turn right. off the lights. Right, exactly. Like he says, oh, they're attracted to the lights. They're attracted yeah. to the lights. Like he's trying to figure out. So what's the solution if right. they're attracted to the problem. lights? Yeah. What Meanwhile, you got Sa- you got Adam Sar- not Adam Sandler, William Sadler and his buddy running around turning Sadler. more on the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like no, no, no. The opposite. Turn them off. Don't turn a floodlight on. You dumbass. <laughs> like I said, I am Sadler in some ways because I would totally do something stupid like that and then have to yell at me. Stop it! I'm like, what? What do you mean? Stop it? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're reasonable. To help. You're reasonable. He was. He was an empty soul. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> right. is a great. It's a great role. But um, man, I love Sadler. Again, he can be so, in whatever. We should seek yeah. out movies with Adam. Adam. I keep watch, saying Adam watch Sandler. Demon Knight. That's one of my favorite Sadler movies. He's just. I love him. Okay. So it's on the list, right? We have to do that. Get that in yeah. there. Get that done. Sure. I'll um, send you each a copy of my laser disc. Yeah, do that. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, there's some trivia here that says Stephen King says he was so genuinely frightened. And this is an interview by this adaptation of his novella that Frank Darabont described that as the happiest moment of his career. Yeah. Maybe that's why he, maybe that's why he stopped here and said, no, nah, I'm not directing any movies anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go down from here. It can only get worse. I really, right. I'm, I'm, I think that's really unfortunate. He's, he's one mm-hmm. of the most interesting right. directors maybe ever. Yeah. And has and such a you, small body. How could work, you come but, away from Shawshank Redemption and ever call anything else the happiest moment of your career? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe That's that was hard. Wild. Maybe that was really hard, and the the warden in that was such a dick. Yeah. Boy, Steve, Stephen King really, really does like to take the religious, yes. not only religious fanaticism, but that combined with inherent uh, hypocrisy that you often find yeah. in that fanaticism, and he loves spreading that out in his in his stories. Yeah, it's just like it that. Is warden. One of the scariest things. I mean, any extreme uh, religious beliefs is going to be one of the truest scariest things in the real world right yeah that's other people yeah that's what people in a situation like this they go oh giant horrible uh skull-headed creature spider uh that reminds me of revelations chapter 10 verse it's like no 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 it doesn't let's not no 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 no. (laughs) this this is also one of those people and there are people out there like this who they have their own bible they've been writing that's why it's scary Mm -hmm. she's got you know she's got a notebook and that thing started out blank 
Mm, and she's yep. been writing <laughs> she's been writing scary bible verse fan fiction yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. yeah they, i'm not they, and once just I, waiting I, for this moment yeah. <laughs> and just to let you know i'm not attacking anybody who believes in any bible or has any religious beliefs please believe what you want to believe i'm just saying what is super scary is think about someone else's religion don't think about your own no one's attacking you think about somebody else's religion so they believe it so deeply that they would do anything for it yeah and it's uh, like any yeah, extremes that's, exactly that's okay. what we're talking about that's and, scary and the guy they're they even illustrated because the big biker guy goes, "Lady, I believe in God, I, but not the psycho you believe in, or whatever he said. Right, right. Psycho, bloodthirsty God you believe in, God demon, or whatever he says. I, you know, yeah. you can yeah. talk it over with the devil when you're in your hell. <laughs> she was always had. She always, <laughs> damn it, every time she had the good comeback. Like, damn it, yeah. <laughs> it is it, as awesome as it is when Lori Holden slaps Marsha Gay Harden right across the face. Oh, that's oh, great. God. Um, I was I was distracted. I, I didn't like that that this whole subplot, you know, of of cult leader want to be cult leader versus everybody else. Oh, I like distracted it. me from some of the really funny and fun aspects of this movie. Like um, the guy who goes out with the rope tied around his waist. I just love that whole sequence. It is it is funny. You should be making fun of that. You should be laughing your ass off when they drag the lower half of his body back. <laughs> he won't stop dragging it. I'm like, dude, yeah, right. you see it at this point. Stop. <laughs> Quit dragging it. The whole place is freaking out and you're still pulling it. Like you're gonna get something out of this. Like, no, that's the guy's waist down yeah. to his feet. Yeah. You're done. He's you done. You can stop now. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Quit pulling on that dude. But I, I kind of, I guess I maybe this is on purpose. And I guess hats off to Darabont for doing this to me. But there's a part of me that needs to know Brower's face and reaction when he sees all this is yeah. real. Yeah. I need yeah. to know it. Yeah, and you're I don't right. get you're it. Right. They don't give it to me. You know. No. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's a mistake. I'm saying. Well done, if we can work. It I, pissed me off. Oh shit, Peralta! Yeah. Peralta, you I are am right. curious though. I am curious because the this the script did get. There were some scenes that the script absolutely got you know cut uh, from. So there, there was probably a scene in there. It was probably intended to give us an answer to that. I mean, they could have easily done the MP guy could have been him, or you know, they could have done. Yeah, they could have yeah, shown him in a number of ways, but you know, maybe that that is not as satisfying. There's very aliens quality to what they were doing there. It's like, oh, right. we found somebody. They're still alive. Oh, shit. Uh, Napone. Let, what's his name? No. Burp, burp, burp. And everyone's freaking out. And then the alien pops out of his chest. Yeah. Yeah. They did that a lot. And that's fine. I feel I feel fine. Let's eat some soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. him just apologizing and then twitching. And then now bugs are crawling out of your face. New face holes. Oh, man. Yeah. Really know how to so, turn yeah, my the, butter. The, the gore was. I appreciated the gore in this movie because it was it was quick. And it didn't hang around real long, and so that was that was good. Because yeah, this could it was really the right amount. A gore movie. It was yeah. the right amount. Yep. I mean, also you have a prestige cast, and it just makes it feel. Well, I say yeah. prestige. I mean, I don't know. I just the acting's top notch across the board. Yeah, and it feels like that kind of movie, but with these elements, is a f- that's right. fun. I mean, there's a fun. You forget. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, that's the 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 visual look of how it was filmed with like the the shield crew. That was funny at first. It was very shield at first. It kind of got away a little bit from it, but those first couple of scenes in the uh, in the grocery store and stuff, I was like, "Wow, who shot this? The the guys from the shield?" Because it was it was yeah. definitely had their finger on it. Yeah, did feel like it that. He directed a bunch of the uh, the shield, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, I want to I want to praise this movie. Uh, I want to praise the filmmakers here for making this movie look a little bit timeless. 
it oh, yeah. doesn't look like 2007. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, is they that did the year? that on purpose. Is that our year? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 2007 like, is when it came out. Like, yeah. uh, like he, you know, dude drives a 30 year old Land Cruiser or something. Yeah. And like uh, all of the, you know, the technology, like there's a shot of him using his phone as a, as a, flashlight flashlight there's not really a lot like you you knock down the phone and the power and you can you can set your movie in any time really right and it's just like there was a lot of stuff like that the people who work in the grocery store were dressed like they were working in a grocery store between 1958 and 1998 you know good point good job it was intentional according to the trivia yeah and he also says they they did such a good job or king was very approval had a big approval of this that they filmed it all in texas and louisiana but they really made it feel like maine and according to king they nailed it somehow i don't know i mean i guess it's easy when everything's fogged up you guys nailed it uh it's all fogged <laughs> up. <laughs> is that is, is that your impression of stephen king that's by stephen king that's okay. king uh-huh. yeah as far way, as i can go with it way more nasal yeah you, gotta yeah, go you guys really you, really you guys really nailed it <laughs> no, is that better <laughs> not <laughs> really <laughs> and that's why i let it do the impressions that's right that's, <laughs> that's right um yeah it, uh, also okay moments that make me mad but i still think make a good movie is guy finally gets his mop lit and then trips and then sets himself on fire <laughs> right yes gosh my dang intro it, almost dude. was the was almost the lighting of the mop i almost went entirely lighting the mop it was a hilarious keystone yeah. cop yeah, whole thing really just, also wasn't his yeah. wet when he pulled it up to light it doesn't it i don't think it works that way was he soaking it in, i think he was uh, soaking it in, in the fuel because uh, i was thinking uh, the same thing like well what is are you soak just soaking that in gasoline holy crap yeah has a recipe uh, has, for disaster nope. right has the little striker technology improved since 2007 because she seemed like that was a uh, that always happens with those strikers i i used have pretty good luck with those uh oh for lighting your your yeah your barbecue oh, or whatever stuff. Yeah. i have i have a terrible terrible time with those they always take two, through two, three clicks before I can get it going. What you need is like yeah. a real, you need somebody who's super into weed or something because they right. always carry amazing <laughs> lighters, those people. They're like incredible. Right. Lighters. It was really it was cool, it. like butte, like the, the torches, like, uh, yeah. yeah. kind of like what, uh, one of the characters in uh, Glass Onion has. That oh yeah, the Glass lighter. Onion torch. Exactly. I yes. love that kind of how, stuff. How should we, how should we, hey guys, I, I've got some weapons. I think we should have a mop with gas on it. Where should we keep the gas at? In a bucket on the floor, just freeze sitting. That's yeah, a good plan. Right under where we light them up. Right great where we idea. light them up. Yeah, great idea. And then give it to Slippy McTrouble Step. He's not going to make it. Like he was just just biffed it immediately. Third degree burns everywhere. It's like, oh my gosh. And half the store is burning. What a nightmare. So that really bugged me. Uh, but I also like it. I like the chaos. Uh, sure, so I, sure. I guess I was okay with it. The CGI again mostly holds up. Uh, I think everything post tentacles is pretty strong. Even yeah. the the vision when they're in the the Bronco or sorry the the Toyota the Land Cruiser and mm-hmm. you just see the the big that's one. So good. That's so that's good. badass. Yeah, yeah, the one hunched over. That's By the badass. way, post tentacles you'll find those in aisle four. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait. And, uh, so this and, is the other and, thing that I have a problem with the tentacle thing. We never see tentacles again. It's all spiders and acrid. Uh, yeah, right. I thought I thought the I thought the tall beast had out. Not in really. It had lot. like. It had like mini legs hanging from its midsection, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was trying to I was trying to get a handle on what in the world what was the creature I mean, it's design. All, it's all you know, it's, it's like, all Lovecraftian type of like it felt like too. the bugs, the flying bugs had ten legs. I I couldn't. They never really show you anything long. I get, no one you know dissects anything, so you can really find out. Right. But the it was the it was the 
the at at walker that i was just like (laughs) i was the most like wow like you would see that and i i realize in the moment these characters that's where they all find despair finally they finally find the the final human emotion of despair i think you you just nailed something for me that didn't click until just the second um why this movie works so well for me and maybe for others i'll just speak for myself it's because this concept of oops we opened a dimension and it's full of fog creatures is terrible in the wrong hands like you can make a a schlocky b movie out of that and it would be schlocky and b what makes this great and perhaps the original story is the reason but what makes this great is the personal reaction you would have to something even that outlandish right is what matters most and 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 part of that is showing the the spread of crazy religion lady all the way up to skeptic Joe who doesn't believe anything's really happening. <laughs> and that's the strength of the movie is that because if you just said, hey, we're going to go watch a movie about um, a bunch of spiders that come out of the fog, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. But, but you this- have this you have these seven steps of human uh, emotion or human action. Uh, and I actually, I actually noted them all down because the the film goes through these seven steps really clearly. That starts with confusion, then disagreement, then there's infighting, then there's resolution. The two sides or the three sides, however many, they all resolve to do something. Mm-hmm. Then there's resistance. So we follow the resistance sort of fighters as they go out and actually do something. And then they're they're overmatched. So you have sadness and then despair. Mm-hmm. And uh, like. I just doesn't it doesn't work without all of that because you cannot have a good movie with um we can't see anything like that's that's scary for a minute but right. after that I uh, I'm used to it now you, okay you can't see everything yeah that's a fair point I just think they just did a really good job here I haven't enjoyed right. it. I mean I enjoyed this excuse me this movie when I saw it in theaters and I've seen it I don't know five times since this is probably my fifth or sixth time and I enjoyed it just as much this time. Like, I, I can't go think, with you there. I this is my second time seeing it. I also saw it when it came out. Uh, I don't need to see it again. That's it's, surprising you know, to me. I'd it's, watch it's it fine. again. Yeah, I I'd would totally watch it again. Watch it again. And I, the reason I don't yeah. need to see it again is because it's not like you said you like to see uplifting things. But also, like, there's just a quality to movies that are uplifting where I want to see them again to feel what I felt all through Shawshank Redemption, not just the end of Shawshank Redemption, but all throughout it, I feel so many emotions that are, I think are good to feel. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one is just, like I just said, you know, fear, confusion, resolution. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it's just my thing with my love of post-apocalyptic story. I think that's just, this just ticks all my boxes, I think. Mm -hmm. The great thing for me is that it was long enough since I'd seen this that I'd forgotten the ending. So it was like, just just as gut-punchy, like, Oh yeah, crap. Yeah, that see that's great. I kind of wish I was you in that regard cuz it's it is a it I hate to say it's a fun twist. It's not fun. No, it's not fun at all, yeah, but know. it is it is a powerful twist. Yeah. yeah. I didn't remember until the end and when it was starting to get towards I'm like, "Oh, that's right. Oh man." Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah. it's one you don't uh, you know, it's not for the kids this movie. Nope. Uh, it might be for the teens. No, unless you like watching them cry. Yeah. <laughs> but you you got a fifteen year old in the house or something? This is probably okay. Oh, handle this kind of stuff, no problem. Started out with the newly minted thirteen year old, and uh, I I saw as I started it. Oh, it's rated R, crap. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, once we got to the the scene where the kid from 
American Pie movies is being <laughs> the Sharpenator. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, that's who that that's, is. Damn it! Yeah, another one I couldn't put my finger on. Now I, now I know. I guess I could have found out, but I didn't find out. Who's this but kid? I got that Chris, far. I got Owen? that far, and I got that far through a lot of cursing. Man, yeah. they, they, they got these. Every character in this movie has the f word in their mouth. Really? Oh yeah, oh, sure. I didn't think it Count was that your much. Instead, I didn't count, but I didn't think it was that much. Well, I, I think when you watch with a kid, it's probably more. You do. You pay easier. more attention to that. Yeah. Yep, to must, spot it. Must be. I didn't do an F word. Or your parents. You watch yeah. a movie with your parents like, oh, jeez, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, man. Is there that much nudity in this thing? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that happened a lot. We, in fact, I, when, I, when my kids were, I don't know, 10, 11, we thought, hey, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That'd be awesome. Let's show them one of my movies from my youth. Let's do this. Let's get in here. Fired up Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, there's a lot of innuendo and dirty little jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you forget. You just don't remember any of that uh, at the time. But yeah. Also, uh, the dude movie. Um, uh, dude, uh, where's my car? No. I can't think of the damn name of the thing. Sweet. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, I thought. I think it's because I think I've talked about this. I watched a version on TNT or something, and it was all really well uh, dialogue replaced for swears and stuff. And nudity and everything. It was really well done. And I thought, oh, I thought this movie is a little more edgy. I guess not. Okay, cool. I want to show this to my kids. <laughs> so I went and got it at the Blockbuster or whatever uh, and cranked it up. Here comes Julianne oh. Morris swinging in. Yep. Pantsless. <laughs> or was that from another thing? That, that was, was uh, Shortcuts was pantsless, but this That's was right. topless. <laughs> topless in this. But there's that whole thing. Plus, everybody's cussing constantly. Oh yeah, and then and, you get the woman slow mo woman jumping on a trampoline at the uh, yeah at the porn the porn party. Oh and, right, uh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, so all of that stuff's in there. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're turning this off. You're all ten. We're not doing this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this dude does not abide. Nope, <laughs> can't abide any of this stuff. But but yeah, I you know it's very difficult for me to say. I don't know why I'm so fond of it, but I, there's nothing in here I didn't like. I like it all, mm-hmm. top to oh, bottom. Yeah. It's just a good movie. If you haven't seen it at home, you should go see. Uh, it's right now on Netflix, by the way, is where we saw it. And uh, right. That's where we watched it. Yes. Speak, speaking of freshly minted 13 year old boy, are we watching movies? I didn't realize how many movies we put off over the years, over many years, like mm. many, many years of, of uh, let's 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 hold on on that one. Now, now that we're 13, uh, all the rating, the PG thirteen rating means nothing. We're 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 going to watch them, I guess. Does all it, of them. Right? Does it feel like? Is it weird that your kid is essentially the same age as Film Sack? Is that weird? He's a little younger. No, but, no, no, it's always been true. So I'm used to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, another year and another year. He's the same age as Film Sack. How does that weird. work? Yeah, how does that work? Very weird. Uh, all right, you guys want to do some some clips? We can do some clips. Oh my gosh, yes, Hell yeah, totally. Okay, I don't have a ton because. It's not a, I don't know, there's not a lot, a lot of quippy stuff in here, but there's, you know, a handful. And so we're going to play him. Here's Toby Jones showing himself for the very first time. I agree. Let, let's stay here until we figure it out. You're not listening. I guess that was later. You're not listening. Things are foggy. <laughs> I think that was, uh, who was I think that, that was Martina McBride, not Martina, uh, Melissa McBride. Yes. Yes. The, the Carol. Car- yeah. I think so. Yes, that you are correct. Because she was like, I got to get out of here. Uh, here's right. hitting the. Oh, I like this. Uh, this is um, Tom Jane trying to figure shit out, and he had a pratfall moment. Here you go. Oh, shit! I just like that. He just he, <laughs> he's in the dark, and there's a generator, and it's making oh, right. smoke, and he's just yeah. like, 
he hits his head coming out of that cage room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I could feel it. I felt <laughs> it in, too, the, in my head. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was really good at how people actually act uh, when they don't think people are around and they F up. Like at the very beginning, him trying to uh, crank that uh, chainsaw was exactly what I do every time I try to crank the chainsaw. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I just say a bunch of F bombs and I start reading <laughs> the instructions sarcastically uh, just to make sure I haven't missed anything. But yeah, that was so real to me. And so hitting his head like that too is exactly how I would yeah, do it. Yeah, it's good. Tom Jane's good at that oh, kind of thing anyway. He's so thick here compared to his stuff on the expanse. He's so skinny in that. Mm-hmm. Which right. is, I mean, it's yeah. the point. He's from the he's from the rim or whatever, not the rim, the outers. Sits there painting painting paintings and eating bonbons yeah. in that, uh, that house in quote unquote Maine. That's right, <laughs> Maine, uh, Louisiana, Maine, Louisiana, Maine, Louisiana. <laughs> Here is uh, the jitters comment. Oh yeah, something about the jitters. Nor do I like being talked down to or called stupid by a guy who went to college just because he's got the jitters. What does that even mean, William Sadler? I don't know. Went to college he because he's got the jitters? Yeah. What does that mean? I think it's being talked down to just because he's got the jitters. There's right. like, oh, that that went to he's college scared. was a parenthetical. You just couldn't see him making the air parentheses. Uh, right. Well, there's Sadler for you. Uh, here's Toby Jones. Shut the f*** up and listen. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at him getting serious. See, that's Ibit. Ibit would do that in the group. I would. Be like, calm the f*** down. We're going. Exactly. We're doing. We're, we exactly. have it. Exactly. Uh, I would do that, and I have done that. Here's the scariest thing in the entire film. Revelations, chapter 15. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. Duck, duck tape her now. Put her down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to kill her. Just tape her up. Or just her mouth, you know, in her, mm-hmm. in her hand so she can't take it mm-hmm. off. Be, be, be. Ooh, you got to be proactive with her. Right. Uh, the kid was pretty good. They got tanks and stuff, right? Yeah. He's he's all right. He's What was mm-hmm. he in? He's in the other stuff that we know now. He's older, obviously. Dolphin Tail was the big thing. It, it, no. It's the IMDB known for. Oh, what else was he in? Uh, Dark Knight. He was James Gordon, so Gordon's kid. Oh, right. Okay. Goldbergs. He played Gary Ball in five episodes. Probably a friend. Uh, Dolphin Tail 2. <laughs> uh, oh, sure. Nothing else. A bunch of CSI stuff. He just does some TV business mostly, it looks like. Yeah. He's seen, he was good for this, though. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah, did just fine. I worried about him all the time. Believable kid. And he he was good with the snot crying. Like the crying where the whole front of your face is wet because mm-hmm. you're snotting and you're crying all at the same time. Yeah, most kid actor cries are very see-throughable. They're just bad. Yeah. But he was, yeah. he was quite good. He was good. Uh, well enough alone? I don't know what this is. Why can't you just leave well enough alone? Oh, that's uh, that's Marsha Gay Harden. Why don't we just leave the bugs alone and let be friends with them? My dad, <laughs> my dad's friend used to call her Marsha Gay Hardon, and I'm not kidding. He <laughs> okay. thought it was hilarious to say that. He's like, yeah, "Oh, isn't that sure. funny?" It's like Marsha Gay Hardon. I'm like, "Yeah, that's, you get it, son." Real funny. Oh, he wasn't my dad. He just was goofball. My dad. Did, uh, while you're in clips here, did you catch the Wilhelm scream in this movie? No. Crap. So. It was faint. And once again, like, why, why are you hiding Wilhelm yeah. screams? But it was faint. Um, it's, it's, there's a, you know, a person out in the mist getting, uh, you know, mutilated <laughs> and there's yeah. a Wilhelm scream in it. I missed that entirely. It wasn't the kid yeah. getting pulled off the glass and sucked up into the sky. Was it? No, no, no. This okay. is near, near the very end. Okay. And I know this was, you know, 15 years ago, but I, let's be done with the Wilhelm scream. 
I know, dude. I'm sure. with you so much. Sign this petition, everybody. Hate it. It annoys me. Like, even in old yeah. movies where it wasn't annoying yet, I just can't do it. I hate it. Yeah. It's There's no so reason pulls for it. It right out of the movie. Zero reason. No, everyone gets the joke. Ha ha. Everyone uses it at least once in the movies. Okay. You don't have to, though. Go do other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Lots of screams to be had. Um, here's a, the pee lady. And I got lots of peas. You got lots of peas. <laughs> I got lots of peas. I got to admit, my favorite instant in the entire movie was when she threw that can of peas and hit that woman <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Oh, yeah. it feels so good in that moment. It did. It, it, they earned it. Uh, here's Toby Jones saying my favorite thing he ever said. Welcome to Sesame Street. Today's word is expiation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's great really great i was sad when his character died spoiler yeah uh, well, i did love how he went out though that was good yeah it was pretty epic that bit uh here's some angry acting of the week here you go it's the arrowhead project isn't it this mist it's some kind of what military f- up what were you guys messing with up there huh we got you now you sorry son of a bitch okay what i like about that sorry, son of a bitch. this part right here Whoops, whoops, wrong one. Hold on. It's the Arrowhead Project, isn't it? This. Okay, it's got like a Harrison Ford thing going. Oh, I was okay. I was okay. hearing uh, Michael Douglas. Oh, that's good too. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm 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 coming down on Harrison Ford side here. The, the play it again where he runs the words together. Right. That's Hold Harrison on. Ford. Pull, pull up. For some reason, it's playing funny. There we go. It's missed. It's some kind of what? Military. That whole thing. Yeah, that sword belongs in a museum, Dad. Harrison Ford. I did yeah. not kill my wife. Or... All right, final clip. Uh, this is me after I eat a big block of cheese. Okay? <laughs> okay. So when I eat like a big block of government, you know, just bad cheese, this is me. That's bathroom door. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that was me. Going back to Extra Life Radio, we've been making fun of angry acting, but (laughs) it's that didn't strike me as difficult as easy. Like that's oh that no not at all that was hard actor. Yeah, Yeah. and he had this thing at the end where he's out next to the jeep or the car, and he's still kind of screaming to the the sky. That could have been super cheese ball instead. It to me, it really illustrated what you'd be going through, like Mm -hmm. a combination of shock, horror. What have I done? Not quite ready to deal with that. So now I'm going to be shocked again. Like really, really good stuff from Tom yeah. Jane. The man with two first names. All right, let's move on to uh, this here uh, deal here, which is the film sack checklist. Yeehaw is right. First one of the year. Uh, let's see here. This uh, Oh, all this sky weed makes me think there are monsters out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, only thing worse than the big spider is that... Uh, sorry. Is that one's... What? The only thing worse than a big spider is one that's all milky white and semi-translucent. There's yeah. a sentence for you. Ugh. Yeah. And finally... Who names their grocery store food house? All right, moving. <laughs> food house. The same people who named the their waffle house. restaurant, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> hey, who is in, please tell me Toby Jones, but who is in Star Trek? I have no idea if anybody. In I got was. two connections and it wasn't Toby Jones, Boo. unfortunately. He'd be great. So uh, the smaller one is Sam Witwer, who played Private Jessup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in he was in Star Trek Phase Two, so he's he done a little voice acting there. But he was also in one episode of Enterprise. Oh, and okay. uh, you know we come we've been, it's been a long 
road. Long time. Long. It's been a long, long road. road. Getting road. from there to road. here. Getting, getting from there to here. Anyway, um, uh, William Sadler is our is our main connection here. He, you know, he played uh, Jim in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Sadler had a recurring part on Deep Space Nine as Sloan. So uh, Sloan is a human who claims to be a Section Thirty One operative. And actually, like, claims a lot of stuff. <laughs> he makes a, a lot of claims on many episodes of Deep Space Nine. But you never really know if he was just a LARPer in space, you know? Oh, there he is. I remember this now. He was great in that. I mean, yeah. William Sadler, of course, he was great. But here you go. Here's a picture in the air in our chat. Look at that. He looks like yeah, a serious Starfleet-looking bastard. That's pretty yep. cool. And he nope, recurred. Not in our chat. Oh, yep, some, it was in some chat, oh, though. I Someone out there is sorry, looking at it. Oh, I put it in TWBD. Here it is. There you go. <laughs> Those guys are like, oh, what the yeah. hell are you doing, right. Scott? I'm going to delete yeah, that. He, he tries to recruit Bashir. It's just, he's just good. It's mm-hmm. real good. He's very good. I agree. Uh, let's see. Where are we now? Okay, those are our connections. You know, it's been a while since we recorded. How about this one? Soundtrack great. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. I give it a P for perfect for this. I think it's a really good soundtrack um, for what it is, and I don't know who did it, but I really like it. It's probably someone we should know, like Horner or somebody, right? Do you know this, Randy? You probably know this. You always know what? this. Who's, the, who's, our, who's our music, music person? What? What? Who? Oh. Do you know? So, this, uh, uh, hold on. I have it right here. It's um, it's Mark Isham. Oh, well, see, Isham's um, great. Nothing wrong with yeah. him. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. we have, uh, you know, kind of un, un, what's what, uh, under the radar kind of kind of composer, right? Mm-hmm. Mark Isham has, uh, you know, just been working and nobody really gives him a lot of accolades, but I thought it was good music. Um, yeah. Trying to think of another. I like Mark the stuff Isham. at the end where it's like uh, that kind of oh. operatic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that from? Uh, that was actually. That's, I believe that's the host of Seraphim by Dead Can Dance. I think you're right. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay. Whenever I Sounds think like of it, exactly I feel like a World of Warcraft song. Uh, if you seriously go to the end of this movie where the army's driving by and you will hear, I can't remember the name of the song, but it is a World of Warcraft song. A hundred percent. It's so similar that it's creepy. Which uh, which mm-hmm. expansion, if you had to guess? Um, Hard to say, right? Okay, let me just sing. Thank you. Oh, that's Lich King. Isn't that Lich King? That's Lich King. Wrath of Lich King. Is it this my son? Is that the song? Yeah, is it my son? You have been chosen to be a turd. Yeah. Anyway, that's right in here. Um, Mark Isham, uh, just want to, uh, he, like, I have one score from him that I think is amazing, and that's the movie 42. The, oh, never, never saw uh, that. You know, the Jackie oh, yeah, Robinson yeah, yeah. movie? Yeah. Uh, Chad Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. as Jackie Robinson. Uh, that score is really, really good. I never saw that. I feel like I should have probably seen that. It's a good movie. It's, uh, got, uh, it's a good movie. My, got Harrison Ford. <laughs> my, my, um, oh, he did Point Break, so we've seen him in that. Or we've heard him in that, I should say. Blade. Uh. Anything else here? Let's see. Of Mice and Men, we didn't do that. Anyway, I, I only knew him in the 80s because I bought his his uh, just his albums. He was kind of a New Ager guy. Like he did Wyndham Hill stuff. Yeah, he did. He was on the Wyndham Hill label. And they did. Uh, he just did like non-vocal um, New Age music in the 80s, which I got really hooked on for a while. Not not like some kind of hippie way. I just like the music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you just, take just to clear that up. 
All right, uh, let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys, in 280 characters or less, will you sum the movie up? Let's start with Randy. The Mist. What if Maximum Overdrive, but the trucks are monsters and we make it so that you can't see them and the real enemy is people's inability to cooperate when they're fearful (coughs) this is gonna be so cool man (laughs) i see what you did that was you coughing on your uh, on your cannabis is what you were doing your doobie your doobie uh moving on to brian dunaway Oh, it's a B turn. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. mist. No, William Sadler. I do not want to taste your size 10 work boot. And I don't think that is the threat. You think it is small foot, small tentacles. Hashtag shoot Randy first. <laughs> <laughs> shoot Randall first. Just to shoot be Randall first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brian Ibbett, please take it home. The mist. Oh, now I get the title. He missed the army by five minutes. Oh, oh. oh I kind of hate that. I kind of hate that. Oh, no. I never even thought of it, but now I hate it. All right. Well, that that leads that leads beautifully into uh, our alternate titles today, which uh, were just handed to me. This was almost called a missed opportunity for Frank Darabont to make about three hundred more movies by now. That's too long, though. They didn't go with that. <laughs> it's, it's the same joke that I made. You just hated mine. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. That's why he hated it. You you took it. Yeah. Uh, or The Gunslinger, starring Toby Jones. All right, moving on. Let's get go. down here to this. Uh, pay, uh, we got a Patreon message instead of an email this week, because I just thought Ooh, this was a good yeah. one. Uh, this is from Riley Payne. Uh, sent this on our Patreon over at patreon.com slash filmsack. And he says this, guys, I may have found the perfect filmsack movie, 2006's Firewall, starring Harrison Ford. You have Paul Bettany as the bad guy, Virginia Madsen as the wife, uh, Robert T-1000 Patrick as his friend, and Nicolaj, Jamie Lannister, Coster Waldo as henchmen. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but it's a film sack movie. It feels very similar. Very similar. I, I remember it coming out, but I don't remember it being well received. Anyway, it says, I knew it was something that Wikipedia said released on DVD or HDD, DVD, not, not to mention Blu-ray. Um, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. We can find out, but that sounds like fun. It sounds like a, yeah. you know, Harrison Ford. It does sound like, a, like it's with it. Yeah. It's probably really bad with the tech, if I had to guess. You know, it's like, oh, Harrison Ford's cracking security and getting into the bank. That sounds like bullshit. So bring it on, I say. For sure. I like bullshit. Yeah. Let's watch it. 2023, the year of bullshit. Let's do it. We also got a text, and this came to us at 801-471-0462. This is a film sack suggestion also. We didn't get a name, though, I don't think, with this one. Yeah, we didn't. He just sent it. Uh, it says, I remember seeing this on the shelf in the video rental store and arguing with my DVD, sorry, DND guys. I'm DVD guys. <laughs> my DVD guys. Yeah, everyone's got a DVD guy. Anyway, uh, that we sh- whether we should watch this. What a piece of crap. LOL. I might be remembering it wrong, but it was some time ago. But it seemed I seem to recall a shot where they slice into something with a sword, and you could tell it was styrofoam from the bits flying out of it. Uh, reading the Wikipedia article now, I don't know if it was part of a series, so now I wonder if they are just, or if they're all just as sackable. Enjoy, or maybe I'm sorry in advance. Uh, maybe someday <laughs> I'll find out. Did he say the name of the movie? Though? Don't think you said the name of the film. I was waiting for. Yeah, it's not here. It's shitoutofluck.com. Ah, damn it! I love the. I always love when you guys suggest stuff, but I and I. I guess I didn't see it here, but he didn't. He didn't include the movie. Oh, the mystery! It'll persist for a week until we find I just, out. I like that he ended it with the Keanu meme. You know, uh, 
I'm happy for you though, or sorry that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of what he was doing. Anyway, he says, uh, yeah, that's what he says. So look, if you're someone like him and you send a text to eight Oh one four seven one zero four six two, you probably should include the movie name in there. Yeah. And then you're gonna uh, whatever. Yeah. Hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah. It's pretty hot. So don't touch it with both hands or something. Anyway, hey, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, we uh, we had a bunch of new folks join us over the last little bit of time. Some of these are brand new 2023 pe- people as well. Uh, we have the following people. Rasmus. Love that name. Uh, Edward. Willie. Edward. Chris. Dan. Robert. Jeff the human and Maximus the dog. That's one entry. Nice. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. They're they're sharing a Patreon? I know, right? Whoa, That's against, minute, against the rules. Uh, and then yeah. Michael uh, M. also joined us as well. Thank you all very much. Uh, you're going to be the beneficiaries, though. You're going to never get ads. You're going to have pre-show content every week, including today. Monthly special episodes from the host. Who do we have this month? Is it my turn? Whose turn is it? I, my, my turn, I think. Oh, it's a Dunaway's turn. Never mind. Dunaway's. Mine's right? after his. Yeah, you are next because Randy went or uh, Ibit did his time Randy, travel. Randy one. first. Yep. Yeah. So it's your turn. Then yep. Scott. Who was yeah, who was December? I mean, who was uh, so I was I December. Who was January first? That uh, that's done or that's done away. Yeah, that's done away. Yeah. Oh, I better get on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your month. I would. I thought it was. I thought it was anytime through January, but I usually do the fifteenth. You can anyway, do whenever. So, yeah. yeah, you yeah, get a, yeah. get it sometime. I do in my bill of the month, but sure. whatever. Totally sure. Fine. Yeah. I want to. I want to give a shout out to those who are commenting on the Patreon. If you're if you're a Patreon subscriber, FilmSec, go go leave us some comments in there. There's you know, like we're we're ready to uh, chat with you. Like you. Yeah. like I see a comment from Greg Frittle. I see a comment from Sean Porter. That's that's really really cool. It's a oh. it's a fun little place. I got a Greg Frittle for the for Christmas. It it cooks uh, like yeah. paninis. It's a panini <laughs> that, uh, thing. I was given so many kitchen implements. I was I like. I got home from this vacation and I was like putting away all my gifts. <laughs> it's like, wow, I got so many. I don't know what to oh. do with so. I got a Wait, pineapple like core. I got a rotating cake stand. So for frosting cakes, you just, mm. you just plop it on there and go. You're quite the, I didn't realize there's so much bacon going on over your house. And I, by yeah. bacon, I don't mean bacon. I mean baking. Yeah, baking. baking. Yeah, yeah. I'd bake, brother. You could include a little bacon in your baking, though. That'd be fine. Oh, are you kidding me? Ooh, Absolutely. That's delicious. Yeah. Sweet and savory, baby. Not in today's almond croissants, though. Nope. No, don't do that. Nope. A reminder that we have a new film coming up, and it is Moonfall, I believe, on Prime. Uh, oh, let me double check that. Yeah, make sure we know where this is at. Oh, we're on HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember. Uh, this is new. Uh, new-ish. <laughs> new-ish. New-ish. It was supposed to come out during the pandemic and got pushed to last year, last year being 2022. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, look at this. Right from, right from the first trailer we saw, like a film sack movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is this is Noah Emmerich, or Roland Emmerich, rather, not Noah, his brother. Uh, so, you know, the Emmerich's notable for all their disaster movies. We've seen a ton of them here on the show, 2012 and Day After Tomorrow and, and all that. And Halle Berry, known for her disastrous choices, apparently. Yeah, ever right? since her Oscar, she just kind Barry. of floundered around. But Halle, Wilson, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, and Donald John Sutherland. Who's John Brady? Bradley, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, John Bradley. Here you go. Oh, uh, Samuel Tarley from Game of Thrones. That's right. Samuel Tarley. And also uh, Michael Pena. I like him. Yeah. Uh, 
Anyone else? We'll see how much you like all these people after we watch Moonfall. That's right. (laughs) John John Bradley has my favorite entry on IMDb, like across the board, uh, because apparently there are so many John Bradleys that have been added to IMDb over the years that he did not come in in the first 20 of them. Really? And so if you will look him up, he's John Bradley number 24. <laughs> oh, wow. In IMDb. Jeez, a lot of John wow, Bradley. Looks like, he looks like a pope. Like, you see, <laughs> looks yeah. like John Bradley yeah. the 24th. Yeah. He, he might be one of us, though. World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. He played a voice of a character named Webb, uh, Apprentice Martin Webb in, uh, let's see, Robot Chicken. He played Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> nice. Pretty funny. cool. Yeah, I I don't know. So he always seemed like a very affable, nice dude. So for sure, happy to support yeah, his moonfall he efforts. He started acting in only 2011, and oh, then you geez. know got his choice role on the biggest show of all time, like a year later. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, he was in the his first role was in the the Borgia show, the Borgias. Is that it? Yeah, Borgia. Oh no, it was about no. It's not the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, whatever. Uh, good on him. And we'll see that next week. Again, that's Moonfall. HBO Max is where you'll watch Sweet. that. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. Patreon.com slash filmsack is where you really want to go. All links point to that. Filmsack at gmail.com. Oh, quick note. If you are uh, download, if you're used to going to the, to the posts and downloading the show manually, I know there's some of you who do that. Totally fine if that's how you get the show. If you're not using a player or some other method or an app, uh, some of you have been concerned with the shift to new hosting that you can't do that anymore. You actually can. It's just one extra click. There's a button that says share on that player where it used to just say download. It says share. You hit that. Then there's a download button and you're done. So uh, just to let people know. I've had a bunch of people write and go, oh, I used to listen this way. Now I can't no more. What happened to your feed? I don't know why they have that accent. Why but, do they all live where I live? I don't know why. It's weird. Why did I do that? <laughs> what in what what inner um uh, pair, uh, thing am I do, says about me that I always put that accent on there? I don't know, but I do know this: it's still downloadable. You'll be okay. All right, just go click it, and you're you're in it to win it. I'll even but have you a little forget it. I'll even have a little thing in the post that that reminds people and has a little video of how it works, just in case. Trying to make it you know accessible to everyone. Uh, so there's that. Also, filmsack at gmail.com is for our emails. Text us, 801-471-0462. And if you're on Twitter, Texas. you can find us at yeah, Texas. You know, you know Texas. Texas. Uh, at, at filmsack on Twitter. Yes, Randy, sorry. You were going to say? I was just saying hook em horns, although uh, the horns uh, <laughs> didn't have their star running back on Thursday night. That's oh. Is he injured or what's oh, his deal? No. What's going on there? No, it's that stupid thing in college football where the absolute best players in the country sit out in the final game because they're saving themselves for the NFL. Oh, for the gotcha. I got it. Because they're tough draft picks, which we'll find out about in April, I guess. Uh, All right. Well, that's it. Thank you all for listening. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Expiation. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Welcome to Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>